waiting on you, Sedona. We are live. Now, broadcasting on Radio Star Worldwide, it's time for Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Let's tap into your own authentic genius and live the life you desire. Join Dr. Rademacher for an enlightened conversation about our brain intelligence, our body intelligence, and our energy intelligence. And now, here's your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. So welcome, I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, Prescription for Your Transformation, Real People, Real Conversations, and Real Success, as I finalize the uh, tech part of this uh, show. And what's really interesting, and I'm totally fascinated by this, even though I'm <clears throat> probably in the older group using IT, is I love what IT has provided us today. The technology is just so advanced, it's allowing us to communicate at such an effective level uh, with the world around us. And just to think back 10, 20, maybe even 30 years ago, what was marketing all about? And for the most part, it was kind of sort of like word of mouth. And then you had direct mail, and then you had all that spam and everything else. And so for today, it's a whole different game. It's a completely different ball game. And unless you understand that part, then you're really going to be left out. And it's fascinating to see how many people are really stuck in the old ways. They really want to do the traditional type of marketing and are confused why they're not getting the results. And the first thing that comes to mind is what's the current mantra today is add more value. How do you add more value to the people around you? And it's all free. And that's a problem for a lot of people. They don't like this free stuff that they're giving out. But you look at those people that are incredibly successful. They give out a lot of free content. They're adding value to people's lives and basically getting them engaged with the culture that they're providing out there. It's all about getting people engaged to understand and to be aware of what your brilliance is, what your talent is, what is it that you really have to offer. Because there is so much out there and because there are so many choices um, and many of those choices are really unclear, people begin to be more skeptical skeptical about what is it that they're going to get into unless you provide product, material that's free, that adds value to their life, you get them engaged, and then they become your client. They get on your list. And so with mobile apps, with the fact that there are more than, what, 8 billion or 5 billion uh, phones out there in the world, with a population of only 8 billion people. Many people have two or three phones. I have two phones. I'm on the phone, what, three, four hours a day. A lot has to do with and many of the apps. And so I take the phone everywhere. I won't tell you exactly where I take it, but I take it everywhere. <laughs> and so the point is, is that using, there's, there's a, a way to capture your audience right now, and that's using the mobile app. The problem, the challenge, and I looked into mobile apps many years ago, started buying those domains as well, and I was stuck with the problem. You know, creating an app takes months and costs an enormous amount of money. It's just not affordable for most people. Today is different. Today is a conversation about what's possible for you, how you can stand up 
or stand uh, above other people, other, you know, uh, competitors and deliver something on a phone that people can get engaged with. They can find you. And that is with, doc, oh, I was going to say Dr. Robert Evans. You're kind of like a doctor <laughs> of, of this. But Robert Evans. Evans. Why not? Robert, Robert Evans. And um, a brilliant guy, a visionary in so many different ways as to how to enhance your life, but also how to enhance your business. And so we're going to talk about two parts today. One is two apps that he has out there and also how you can make money in, in a novel way as well. So, Robert, I really want to thank you for today. And Sedona, it's your birthday, right? Hey, Sedona, happy birthday. Thank you. So, <laughs> this we, better you know, be a good show. We don't want to waste your time. <laughs> so, do we go up in years or go down in years for you? Um, I mean, ideally, once you get past twenty-one, you like don't want to go up anymore. But <laughs> okay, we're not so there we're yet. not there yet. <laughs> so, anyway, happy birthday, Sedona. Thank you. So, Robert, get, tell us the magic. Tell us the brilliance that you've created, and and opened up an entire new space for people out there so that they can get a bigger list and they can really deliver uh, a greater value to all of their customers. Well, first off, thank you, my fellow doctor. I appreciate you uh, introducing me that way. Um, <laughs> so in, in all seriousness, uh, I have been uh, in the kind of informational, personal growth sharing world for uh, 16 years now. And, uh, and I have used and leveraged all aspects of uh, getting my message out into the world. And I've done very well and built massive lists of people that I've communicated with and that sort of thing. And now I am, I am directing all of my effort, all of my energy into the mobile app world because it just, it's, so the, it's so clear that this is the place that people are spending their time. And this is the place where I can I can connect with people on a daily basis and pretty much share anything that I want to share with people that I've been doing elsewhere less effectively, um, you, know, you know, in all all aspects of the work. So, so yeah, so I've this is kind of where I've been spending all my time and figuring out how do I one create an environment or a platform where um, my uh, my content or my information is going to be exciting for people that's going to call them back into my app on a regular basis and uh, and how can I do it so that uh, I'm not spending a, an absurd amount of money to uh, to make that happen and that's what I set out to do gosh probably close to a year ago uh, Barton at least it's been at least the six months that you and I have been talking about this and uh, and so that's uh, that's what we're up to is we in in my pursuit of finding a way to share my message, my message right now is to inspire people to live their bucket list. Uh, I call it live your list. That's the whole premise of my messaging is to do that and where to go do that and how to go do that and how it transform your life, your life by doing that. In my pursuit of sharing that in a, uh, uh, in a more profound and more powerful way, I discovered a path for um, anybody else that has a message to do that too. And, uh, and I think that's what we get to share with everybody today. So, so share with us a little bit about the, the, the environment, if you will, about the mobile app. Because I think, um, I'm not sure most people really understand that. 
And I'd like to get some clarity as to at least, okay, let me count me as, as one of those people who don't quite understand the environment of the mobile apps. Um, I use them. I, I don't use them a lot, but most, there are a lot of people that use them, you know, quite significantly. So give us the perspective of number one, you know, these mobile apps and, and what you believe the future is going to be and why, why the, is it important in this context to have the app that you have right now? Sure. Well, you know, um, I'll give you some stats. I think the stats will give you a good idea of uh, of um, just mobile app use and uh, and the potential. First, to understand a mobile app is an app that is downloaded onto a smartphone, and there are two there are two smartphone platforms in the world that take up. I, I think it, they dominate ninety nine point four percent of the world's smartphones. There is iPhone. Um, which is the, the best-selling individual phone in the world. And then there are Android phones, uh, the Android platform, which makes up 87% of the smartphones in the world, wherein, um, and Apple makes up 12%. So a lot of people that are iPhone fans go, well, iPhone's really the only platform that you need to do that on. Well, then you're missing out on 87% of the rest of the world because uh, all the other phones other than iPhones, the uh, Samsungs and the uh, Nexuses and, and the uh, Google phones, they're, they're all using the um, Android platform. So, um, but to give you an idea um, of where we, are, where we stand on people using um, smartphones, uh, 44% of the world right now is using smartphones. And then the next three years, they expect 70% of the world <laughs> to use smartphones by, you know, by 2020. That's insane. In fact, um, the, uh, the smartphone technology was the fastest growing technology in the history of technology. That's how fast people adopted using smartphones. And of course, we all owe that to iPhone because they're, there, they're the leaders and the pioneer of creating the iPhone that started this whole trend. Um, but, you know, you, you said something about, well, you know, when I'm on my, my, my smartphone, you know, are, you sp are people spending time inside of apps? Because you can, you can access content in a couple of ways. One is you can open up an app and, and access content that way. Or two is that you can open up a web browser and you can type in a website address and go to a website. Well, when you look at the, those two options, 90% of the time that people are spending on their phone are spending it digesting content, getting content is spent inside of an app that they download from the app store, not on mobile optimized websites. So when they are, when they're accessing Facebook, for example, they're not, they're doing it through the Facebook app. They're not going to facebook.com on their, on their mobile browser. Um, and part of the, part of that is that when you create an app, you're creating an, uh, a user experience, an experience that is very different. It's much smoother. It's more organized than if you try to go to a website and maneuver around the website on your on your smartphone. So um, it's that's just people just love app environments uh, significantly more than they like going to websites. Um, and uh, and here's you know the reality is that since there are so many phones in the world and people are spending so much time on average the average person spends three plus hours on their phone in their phone going through 90% of that time on apps 
um, and that there's just no other medium that they're doing. They, they, people aren't spending, unless you work in front of your computer as you're part of your job, people aren't getting content through their computer um, more than they are getting it through their phone. So when you kind of look at all of that and you look at where businesses are 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 taking their content and their uh, you know the ones that can afford it, um, they're doing that through mobile apps. So it's uh, it's hard to avoid it. And, and by the way, um, it's uh, <laughs> uh, it's like the beginning of the internet, you know. Or and people are like, yeah, you know, when they started out, people are like, yeah, I, I guess. I'll, Eventually, I'll probably need a website. The website idea is pretty cool. The internet's kind of cool. But nowadays, you don't own a business without having a website anymore. And that the reality of that's going to hit businesses around mobile apps, especially as they become more affordable. Yeah, so it's, and, and, it's it's in, yeah it, it's interesting you say that because the truth is in our busy society um, and as mobile as we are, it's so much more convenient just to get your phone out and start looking things up. I mean, my my predominant use currently is using Messenger, using Facebook, and using you know Google Maps, as well as to search you know certain things if I'm you know, traveling around the city. So clearly, there's a there's a definite need for those people that are on the go constantly. It's something you put in the pocket. I mean, your your computer will not fit in your pocket, and so that convenience for sure. And and I agree with you. the The way that these uh, apps are organized, um, <clears throat> they're kind of dumbed down a little bit compared to your websites, just to make them a lot easier to navigate and uh, and get what you want. So here's my question, though: when when it comes to apps, um, you mentioned you know Facebook is an app. Um, do you have an idea as to um, what the distribution of the types of apps that are are out there? that people are using. So currently 44% of the people are using the apps on the smartphones. You know, what's that percentage, you know, more for say entertainment versus, you know, really practical? Well, the um, um, the social media apps are the biggest, most dominant apps uh, out there. Uh, and then yes, as you get into entertainment, uh, that's uh, that becomes also very valuable. Um, but really what it boils down to, just like social media or entertainment apps, it's all about content. Um, and you talked about that at the very beginning there, is that really we we are so uh, uh, content driven in this world and we're also uh, a little bit content overwhelmed. You know, um, Facebook has gotten so huge that um, sharing your content as a business on Facebook has become a lot less effective because there's so much competition now. And so if you have uh, a friends list or even a, a group that has, you know, 5,000 people on it and you post content nowadays, you know, it's, um, you know, it's like two or 3% of those people are actually going to see that content. And that is because, and, and this is said by Facebook directly, is that there's so much competition for that space. Uh, so, so content, so mobile apps, it's it's all about whether or not you're dry you're 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 providing content. If you're providing content, what that does is that it entices and gives reason to people to come back to your app on a regular basis. And that's the goal. That's the key critical goal of developing an app. Because there's two types of apps that you can create. And this is the, uh, the uh, this is the this is a lot of the mistakes that people can make in developing an app. There is an app that's called Static, 
meaning that it's just it's content that's created um, and it stays the same in the app all the time until you know you create an update and people have to download the update. I I call those glorified app brochures. It's like having a brochure or having a website that has no interaction or content that changes. And then there's dynamic apps. And dynamic apps are the type apps that you absolutely want to create because that's going to get people to come back to your app. Because if you have a static app, 80% um, of the people that open that will not open that again. They'll open it, they'll see it, and then they'll never go back to that app. A dynamic app gives them um, ongoing content. A new video here, a new article here, a um, a member content, or uh, you know, um, a, an opportunity for them to interact and ask you questions because you're an expert in the topic that they that you present through the app. When you are providing that kind of regular content, then people are going to go back to that app um, often, and that's the key. And and once they do, then you're positioning yourself as an authority or an expert in that that topic or that that uh, content that you're, you're putting out there. And that dramatically increases the chances that they're going to want to buy your products or, you know, become your clients or, you know, do your coaching or, or whatever the case may be. That's how you develop relationships with people um, is by being generous with your knowledge. Yeah, and so that's, that's true. So, so, so really what you're saying that this app is applicable to, to anyone, any kind of business, because again, you know, smart business people will realize that we have to first educate the customers. We first have to you know, give them added value uh, as to, you know, whatever area of expertise they're, they're covering. Uh, I think the big issue today is that people don't necessarily have all the information they need to have. Um, just look at, for example, what's happening in Florida, all the hurricane issues. Just think of a business, say an air conditioning business or a tree business, you know, had this app, had all their customers, say 100, 200, 500 customers already engaged with this app, they could provide tons and tons of information, which of course would then lead to um, generating more business for, for the actual business. So it's, it's, it's brilliant. Especially if they're being generous with that content and there's and there it doesn't look like there's this clear intention for them to direct you into, you know, uh, buying something. And that's um, that's also really important is that content's got to be uh, the forefront of whatever that app's offering. But there can also be very subtle, um, you know, uh, opportunities to to drive them into, you know, more information about your business or your products or whatever. You know, you and I were talking the other day about. I mean, we obviously we work in the personal growth world. So for a, a personal growth teacher or coach or author or speaker, they their their world is driven by content. So an app like what we've developed is perfect for them. But look at the and, and by the way, 99% of the personal growth world do not have apps because of all you know the reasons uh, that have been there. But look at the small business world. We talked about um, your friend who is a, a veterinarian. Um, a vet would have would, it would be very valuable for a vet to have their own mobile app sharing information about dogs and cats and medications and and conditions and and, and that sort of thing all the way down to you know information that the all, people in their community can check out down to them posting very specific articles or information for a very specific client 
that only their client is going to see in the app because they tag that client for that particular uh, piece of content. You can literally control it all the way down to the individual um, and, and really provide personalized uh, support to your, uh, your customers. So, I mean, small businesses um, have the same need as we do in the personal growth world. So an app like that, let's say, for example, I, I'm going to develop my own app. And um, how long would it normally take and how much would it normally cost? And th that's not going through your platform. If I'm just from scratch, right. you know, going to find the right IT people, let's say, let's find them in the United States, not in India or anywhere else. You know, let's just find an American, you know, IT person who's going to develop this for me. And how much time, um, what's it going to cost? And what's the biggest challenge once I've created the product? Well, you've got, so depending on, you know, if you're creating an app and similar to what we're doing, where you share a lot, a variety of type of content, there is the app environment. That's the programming of that, what it looks like and feels and how it functions and flows and that sort of thing. And then there's the, where the content is stored and, and uploaded. And so the app has to interact with that content. And that content is in a database. So a database and an interface with the database needs to be created. That's outside of the app. And then the app and the way it looks and the way it flows and how it interacts with and connects with that database needs to be uh, integrated. So um, that's a dynamic app. That's what you want. So when we, when we got quotes, we got quotes from actual app development companies. We saw the quotes um, on average around $15,000 for the type of app that we wanted to create, upwards of $20,000. Um, and that lowest that we saw it at with a lot of things cut out that we really wanted in there was uh, $10,000. So no less than what, what we found, $10,000 upwards of $20,000. So hence the problem in small businesses and individuals who have messages um, not having, that, having a good app or developing apps is the expense. So we, so I, we set out to change that and to to build that environment do you mind if i actually share my screen to kind of show a couple things yeah absolutely and then let me ask sedona do you have any what do you think so far i think it's really interesting to learn kind of the background of the app world and you i've learned a couple things and done some coding classes and kind of learned a little bit about it but it's interesting to hear it from a different perspective and not from a student or teachers awesome yeah, thank you. So, so here's the, if you're, can you actually see the screen right now? Yeah. Okay. So this is an example of the web interface or web portal that, um, where you're adding content. So if I wanted to add a new video, then I'm literally going in here and just filling out a form, the name of the video, the link to the YouTube, uh, the YouTube link to the video, the description of it, and the other bits of information that uh, correlates with the actual app itself. So if you come over here and look at this app, which we're, we're simulating through uh, an actual smartphone emulator, but these are actually real apps. If I click well, on my, my can app. You show, can you, well, and, and later on you can show my app, right? Yes, I can, I'll show your app next actually. So when you click on my Live Your List app, which is the bucket list app, then um, actually I was just doing a demo of it. So, uh, I, I have a, um, 
uh, I was just showing someone by the name of Janet, so that's why the headline is there. But I literally control all this content from the top here all the way down to the bottom here. Or when I go to the video page, everything from all the way down to the bottom is controlled by this interface, this um, portal interface. So literally the moment that I hit the submit button for a new video and I refresh that video page, that shows up. It's now in the app and accessible to whoever the users are. So this is the, this is the app environment and the interface, which is really simple. It's, uh, you know, we got a video in here. We got articles here. We got a place where we can, people can ask, uh, uh, we a ask them questions and they, they literally come in here and type in the answers on the screen and save it to their own private journal. This is a place where they can ask us questions like a Dear Abby, where we can answer questions for everybody to see. This is a place where we can promote events or products or that sort of thing. And then all the previous content, and this is the main menu here, is accessible by just going to the archive. So these are all the previous videos that I've that I put in here. Hey, look, there's a guy named Bart Rademacher, Dr. <laughs> Bart Rademacher, and uh, his video of his experience in New Zealand. So this is the type of, um, you know, this is the type, type of interface that then connects to the web portal instantly the moment you add a new article or create a new mm. lesson or, or whatever. Yeah, and that's the brilliant part, and uh, because oftentimes <clears throat> when you're working with without that interface and you're working through IT people and programmers, um, first you have to submit, you know, you have to create the material, then you have to submit it, and then who knows how long that's going to take, and then all the edits. Um, I have been using this app, uh, which is uh, going to be launched today, I think. Um, and it's it's brilliant. I, I can add material within about 60 seconds. Um, I could see it immediately. I can make any corrections immediately. And literally within about two minutes, I have everything the way that I want to be versus uh, days or, or, or weeks. And um, I personally use it for um, this platform, Prescription for Your Transformation. So every single um uh interview is going to be loaded up onto this app so people can see it and i think you just told me uh today robert that there's a new element that you've added uh, this is an interview i did a couple of weeks ago that um live streaming is also going to be available we i mean that's the the thing is that we recognize there are a lot of different things that we we can add to this uh everything from you know this is where you're sharing content but how do you monetize uh, an app like this. And we've got uh, a couple modules that's being added, like creating app courses, where it's like multi-lesson courses on a particular topic that people can sign up for and you can charge money for or give away for free. Uh, there's, there's the option to be able to actually post a video on the welcome screen of a live uh, Facebook uh, live stream or, right. um, or this, this interview that we're doing right now, uh, to all your app people that have downloaded your app, they'll actually be able to watch this live right there at the front screen of their app, which is spectacular to be able to do that. Uh, so, fact, let, let, let's plan on doing that, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> From here on out, right? 
So yeah, so all of that, uh, we got a lot of things that are forthcoming. You know, right now the app is extremely robust. It's uh, it's perfect for sharing content. It's perfect for serving clients, uh, uh, creating membership uh, groups, uh, all the way down. Like I said, to you could post a specific video, maybe it's a personal video or a resource video, down to an individual person that uh, only they see uh, inside the app. So we've created it uh, uh, so that it, it it goes across the gamut of uh, all all people. Uh, brilliant. And and just to emphasize and just to segue off also on Sedona's comments, you know, again, um, most of us are not really quite familiar with that process. I mean, you just said 99% of all the coaches who is really the, the prime um, group of people that need an app like this, they're not even using this app. And again, it's because of uh, the lack of insight or awareness of, of what's possible. Uh, for the most part, mobile apps have been kind of out of reach for people because of costs and, and, and the complexity, complexity of it all. Again, I know some friends of mine that are you know building their own apps, but the challenge here again is that as the user, Let's say I'm I'm that that user right now wanting to create this app. Um, I don't have the expertise. I don't have the experience, and so it's almost like you're fumbling around with a bunch of IT people. And no discredit to them, but they just think differently. They don't necessarily interface well with us, understanding what is it that we really want to deliver. And and that's what's different about you because you've created this platform. You know what people are looking for. You know what people are needing. And you've made it so much easier for now me, the user, not to have to try to figure out what's going to be most effective in staying connected with my community. And yeah, maybe there's some elements that I would like to have on this app that I'm not going to have. Um, but more than likely, it's going to take care of 80, 90, and quite likely in my case, 100% of everything that I need in an app. And at a fraction of the cost. So my question for you, kind of curious on this one. Is that um, are you aware of how long people typically will stay on an app when it's of this kind of uh, nature? If it's if if this is the nature of providing information, so say for example, some of my my videos they're 20 minutes long, or this particular one it's going to be an hour long. But what what's your awareness as far as how long people will stay tuned on an app? You know, uh, looking at the information or downloading the information. I think that really depends on the content, um, mm. you know, how much content is added to it uh, each day or whatever that frequency of content is and whether or not they go on it each day, whether or not they go on it once a week or or whatever. Um, so it really depends on the content. I like to keep my content, you know, the videos as short as possible, although uh, they have um, the actual di uh, the actual watching of longer videos has increased um, because of mobile apps. And um, and what was that I was uh, reading the other day? It was something about um, uh, there are there are uh, more videos watched on smartphones than all of the mediums combined together. Wow. Uh, yeah. So there, that's where people are watching videos nowadays. I mean, and when I think about my own use, I mean, I get on apps. There are apps that I get on each day. Sometimes it's just to check out news. Some I go on YouTube all the time to watch videos. Um, I try to avoid Facebook. I'm not a big social media guy. 
<laughs> don't really want you know want to know what everybody else is doing in their 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 lives um you know uh, except for when i do and uh, but uh there are certain apps that i go on there that do daily content like inspirational galleries which is something that we're adding to uh, our app in the next uh, uh, few weeks is be able to post picture galleries or viral videos and uh the uh, pictures and videos are are some of the most uh, frequented um, uh, content on mobile apps. In fact, uh, I, I believe I read the other day that um, Pinterest is one of the most visited app in uh, in the world uh, uh, as far as accessing content because it's just inspirational pictures and you can get lost in Pinterest like you wouldn't believe. So, um, um, so there's some. Um, it really depends on the content, but. You know, if you got content on there that people are interested in, and obviously they are because they download your app, they'll watch an hour-long video, you know, before they go to bed um, while, you know, their spouse is next to them and they're not talking or communicating with them. <laughs> That's, you know, there are some little downfalls to uh, content on mobile phones. But, you know, if you want to impact people's lives, it's certainly the best platform in the world to do it right now. So, so let's put all that you said to test right now, and, and I, I haven't heard Sedona's voice yet. So, Sedona, what, what's your utilization of apps right now, and and could you actually see a use of this kind of app for you, for you and your own community, your friends, and you know, I know you're planning on building a, a big corporation, but you're not there yet. <laughs> you know, how how would you consider using this for you right now? Um. One thing that we're taught a lot in school is that social media is important, but there's a lot of do's and don'ts. So I think an informational one and like an app that has a lot more information and something that's completely harmless like that and you're really helping people and helping people look for something and find something is great. That would be like the best utilization of smartphones. However, the content that I normally access, and I actually do sit in front of computers at work all the time, so most of my, most of the things that I do on my phone is um, I use it for email, but I don't actually go through the app because that usually causes me more problems. Um, I use the Netflix app when I'm like on the bus or driving to work or something, like listening to it. Um, I do that with radio too, radio podcasts, everything about audio has changed so much in the last couple of years. And I think that's why it's so interesting right now. And that's why these big radio internet companies have taken off in the last couple of years. It really has kind of changed the face of radio and changed the face of internet content altogether. Um, but I think in my own personal use, I use apps that are mostly informational. I use like the Disneyland app when you're there and you can interact with it and find things. Um, I use apps for work that do the same thing. And I think an app that's a, um, um, something like you're, uh, describing something where you can go and get information on how to help yourself perform certain tasks or how to help yourself kind of get through your day and things like that would be super useful because then you don't have to take the time always to go talk to like the school counselor or somebody like in your community that has a job like that. Hey, so I got a question for you. I'm curious. Um, what kind of hobbies or interests do you have outside of 
work and school and that sort of thing? What what kind of um, things are your are you interested in? I grew up a dancer for 16 years, so I was in competitive dance for about 12 of those years. Yeah. And um, besides that, I read a lot. I go watch movies. I'm also a film student, so that's a big proponent uh, in that's my a, life. That's a perfect one right there. Yeah, yeah. So because and that's the, that's what I'm talking about is that there are the mega apps that are out there, but there are also this this you know deep rich resource of individuals. Uh, you know, filmmakers, uh, uh, dance uh, experts, you know, if there's maybe there's a, a, an app that is uh, that is created for someone that owns a dance studio that is, you know, has a lot of knowledge that, that they post videos and articles about, you know, dancing and um, and um, film filmmakers. I mean, I'm a filmmaker, too. I mean, that's my other business is a film production company. And um I, I, I go on to YouTube all the time and learn about drones and DSLRs and mm -hmm. that sort of thing. But there are experts that uh, have that kind of content. But see, that's the thing is that they're not leveraging apps at, for their own individual business and branding it to their business because of the challenges of how expensive it is. But if they had a platform in which they could post videos about you know, um, filmmaking, um, directing and all different types of categories and, and write articles and and get the, uh, the users to interact with them, that not only are they serving people that are interested in filmmaking, but they're, they're keeping it within their branded world. And that's incredibly valuable as opposed to being lost in YouTube or social media and that sort of thing. So, right. um, I and, if, and I guess my ultimate question is if there was, you know, someone that you thought was a great filmmaker or um, that was had an app that had lots of regular content on filmmaking or dancing or whatever, would that be an app that you would access, do you think? I think it depends on who it is because the biggest challenge that I see with the, the apps like that is that those markets are incredibly competitive. Like you don't mm -hmm. want people to see all the stuff that you're doing at your studio or you don't want people to know all the things that you're doing with your film company mm -hmm. because there's rival companies. And as much as as much as you want people to learn and stuff, it's one of those things where in those companies, you only want people to learn so much about what you're doing. So I think right. that would be Not something. Not give away the trade secrets, in other right. words, type thing, right? And I think right. that's something that there are some apps that I've used for dance before, but ours, our studio is really, like our app was only meant for us to see. And it was something that it just ah. increased communication within the studio, but not outside of it. And so that gotcha. was, that's something that's key to me. I don't think I would want everybody to know what I was doing all the time. Right. And that's, right. that's, a, that's available too, obviously. I mean, you can have a very selective you know, audience and you could have a private app, couldn't you, Robert? Sure. You could have a private app, but I'd say um, if you have a studio and one of the goals of having a studio is to get new, uh, you know, customers in there to, to, you know, dance and to become right. and to learn dance then there's that basic content that you'd want to do that inspires them i mean i like for example i want to learn how to dance i mean that you know might sound funny but that's always that's a bucket list thing for me is to become a great dancer you know because if i'm a great dancer then i'll be a lot smoother with the ladies you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so um so yeah, um, so that that basic information, like the video about tango, and a, you know, and an article about what that does for your health and that sort of thing, and then the app then has a membership area, mm -hmm. right, where 
the clients of that studio is the only ones that see that content that you want to keep private only to the people that are in the studios right. or the instructors. You can have content that's just for the instructors. You can have content just for the customers. And then you have content for everybody in order to attract them and bring them into your studio. Mm -hmm. so that becomes an incredibly valuable app because now someone's downloading and learning and seeing and what's possible. And then when they become a customer of that studio, now they have access to exclusive content. So that's yeah. the ways you an app like that. And I think that's a very important element in all of this, and that's the, the trust factor. And, and Sedona, you kind of alluded to that as well, because here's the thing, you know, when, when you're looking to, say, learn how to dance, and with so many options out there, so many choices out there, and um, with, with your own self-imposed restrictions, say they're financial ones, you know, you, you don't necessarily know where to go to. And certainly you can't always trust, you know, what's what's what the reviews are saying and everything else. But when you have an app and then you can develop a relationship with the person that has that app, then you develop a trust. And when you start trusting, um, you know, the information and, and the content, then it actually lowers your threshold to actually start doing what it is that you really want to want to do. And so that's why I think. I don't know if you thought of this in particular, uh, Robert, but I think that's going to be a key component in the future is the ability to develop a trusting relationship with companies is going to make it so much easier. That's the reason why I have this platform as well. Mm -hmm. The platform is authentic conversations. They're real conversations. You see the people, you see their body language, you connect with them or not. It's all about trust and having an app like this can more easily establish that trust factor and therefore make totally. help people make the changes they want to make. So I'd yeah. like to dive into something else. If you can just recap, you know, the benefit of having a mobile app and you know what what is the way the best way to monetize that as well. Just a brief sure. summary. So you know having a mobile app um, so let's just compare it to every other aspect of sharing your content, you know, uh, websites, social media, uh, that sort of thing. The benefits of a mobile app is that you're, you're now accessible with your own mobile app to um, an audience, that largest audience of users in the, uh, in the world of, of this type of communication. Uh, so the, the advantage of having a mobile app is one is that you can tap into, um, you know, that that daily use of that platform. Um, you know, the, I, for me, the biggest thing I want to do with my app is getting people to use my app consistently. And getting them to use my app consistently, I'm constantly um, introducing them to my brand and to my message and to my products and to my offers, um, you know, or whatever else that I decide to offer, or maybe to experts that I want to highlight. Uh, and that there's no, there's no better platform in the world that gives people, uh, you know, that introduces a daily content to people then through, through mobile apps. There, I've discovered in this the design of my apps and the communities that we've, community apps that we've also been developing, that there's really nothing that you can't share through mobile apps that you can share through other, other mediums. Because... A mobile app is also a portal to the rest of the world through, you know, instant access through web browsers and, and all the millions of websites out there. So I can have a, 
a, a post or a video on my uh, my my app that's talking about a particular topic, and then I can give them instant access just by clicking a, um, the bar at the bottom to something else that's going on. So it's the app also becomes a portal to everything else that's out there. Uh, and uh, so, um, but you know, but like you said, I think that one of the biggest things for anybody that has a, a service or a message that they want to share, the more you can. The more generous you are with your content, then the more you'll be seen as the expert authority and you build that trust with people. And that is that that ultimately leads to more people doing wanted to become your client or your customer or whatever the, the case may be. So, um, I, you know, to me, this is um, this is the kind of be all, you know, you know, connection to the world. Well, and uh, and and it's cool is because now if I have an app, um, you know, an iPhone and Android app, I could literally have someone in um, some other country that I'm not advertising to download my app and start experiencing my content because that's the world is is connected this way. And I love that. I love that idea. Yeah, I love it too, and and I know we're slowly gonna have to wrap it up. We have about ten minutes, right, Sedona? Mm -hmm. So uh, one more question about the app, and then I'd like to go to the other venture that you have, which is the the City app, which I think is very exciting, um, and also a way for entrepreneurs to make some money. I think in this day and age, <clears throat> because of all the competition and all all that's out there, it's it's fun to find new ways to create your own personal wealth and abundance. And, and I think that's an important part of life, uh, particularly if your motivation and intentions are, are good in the sense of you know, adding value, contributing to others, you know, making a difference for other people. I mean, that's when you know, creating wealth and abundance is a lot of fun because what's interesting too is that when you have that wealth and abundance, you can also do a lot more for others. And so we'll be talking about that city app um, in a moment. But just <clears throat> getting back to the um, the expert app, um, one question that people might actually have is how how do you promote your app? You know, what's going to be the best way for people to find that app? Because I don't know how many apps there are out there, but uh, you you search something and you get inundated with all the apps, and it's kind of hard to choose which one to have unless yeah. somebody specifically recommends it. So what are some of the thoughts as to how to, you know, um, create that expansion of your influence, if you will, uh, with an app like this? Because I think that's an important question that people might have. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, the, the obvious in, uh, way of promoting your app is making sure that your app are in the app stores that people uh, download. So the iPhone store obviously has all and exclusive iPhone apps. And then the uh, Android stores, there's dozens of Android stores that you can load your app, uh, app up to. But the biggest being the, uh, uh, the Android Play Store, the Google Play Store, which I think they have something like 3 million or more apps uh, currently on there. And, you know, people search topics. So if they you know, if, if search a topics and your, your app happens to fall into that topic, they'll, you know, have exposure to it and be able to download right then and there. But obviously, you know, beyond that, you know, you don't want to just throw out the chance that people are going to come across your app. You you just advertise your app in any you know normal way that you would advertise anything else. Uh, when you uh, 
launch your app, you tell people on social media that this app exists and that you're going to provide content. Every time you add a new video or a new article or a new whatever to your app, you go to social media and you post, hey, I've added a new video called XYZ, um, download the app to watch it for free. You'd start driving rather than just people just seeing that video right there on fa uh, Facebook, try to get them to get there to see the video through your app. Um, one of the ways that I'm going to be getting a lot of downloads is I'm going to be leveraging the networks of other people by inviting guest content providers. So I'll, I'll ask a, uh, an expert that is in like-mindedness to my message to, you know, submit an article and a, uh, uh, a video and, uh, you know, a lesson or something like that to my app and I'll promote their product or program or service through my app. And in return, they just turn around and they tell their network about my app and that they're in it and, and to download it. So we've got about, uh, I would say we've got about a dozen really, really powerful ways and effective ways of uh, promoting the app to get downloads. And then obviously inside the app, like sharing content, uh, right. the user sharing content, and that's where thing will also increase it too. Well, the best part too, and, and this is the reason for my question is that you're the expert on this app as well. And so you have webinars, you're coaching your clients uh, as to how to you know, optimize the app and how to get you know, your message out there. Because for many of us, this is on new stuff. And um, you know, we're not all students like uh, Sedona. We're not up to date with, with the latest perhaps. And again, with the massive amount of, yeah, right, with a massive amount of information out there, uh, we want to coach. And so that's another part that you then deliver um, as part of this program. So um, any last comment on this app before we go into that city app? No, it's just definitely worth checking out and, um, and having a conversation with us. One of the things that I offer anybody that is considering this is I'll literally get on the phone and do a strategy uh, discussion with you about your business, uh, no matter what kind of business that is, and how you could leverage the mobile app uh, platform world to uh, to promote your business. So that's that's a free call that I'm doing right now, and while I have the time to do it. Sedona, any questions? Any thoughts? I think it's great. I don't really have any more questions, though. I'm just letting it sink in. I think it's <laughs> super interesting, though. I really do. I think that is a super interesting topic, and I know it's something that I'm still trying to learn about apps and social media, so I think this is a really good day to do this after I just got out of a lecture about it. Awesome. Nice. So just a recap, um, if you're a coach or you have a business and um, want to really add value, and I think the mantra today, I mean, the, the, the focus, the intention out there today, if you really want to build your business, you really have to add value. And, and it's interesting, I, I talk to so many people and they're so stingy with information. They're so, they, they demand that you pay them and they this and that and the other. And, and a dear friend of mine that used to work for me, I mean, she's so stingy with you know, helping other people. And the truth is, is that when you genuinely want to give out to other people and help other people, it's all going to come in return because people are going to trust this. They're going to trust you. They're going to like you and they're going to want more. And then when they want more, that's the time to say, okay, great. You know, that more is going to cost you a little extra, not a lot, but just a little extra. So the focus again is give, 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 add value, have people trust you, and then um, build your business.
So another way to to uh, build businesses or for entrepreneurs is your your city app. And so we just have a few minutes, but if you could just do a brief overview sure. of what that is and what people can uh, expect. Sure, I'm going to share my screen again if you guys don't mind. Mm -hmm. um, okay. You know, we created the individual expert app for businesses and, and experts to share their individual content, but we also created an app platform called the community app. So like within my business, the live your list, live your bucket list app, I'm, I'm publishing these community apps and in uh, states all across the, uh, the country that will not just feature one business, but it would feature, you know, multiple businesses and give access to discounts and, and uh, special offers and, and content and, uh, pro, you know, uh, profiles and that sort of thing of those businesses. And so when we, we, we even have an app for the personal development world called the PDA, um, which is going to be an app that's going to feature hundreds and ultimately thousands of personal growth experts and their, their information, access to their websites, their content uh, uh, through the app, their special offers, uh, discounts and products and that sort of thing, all in the personal growth world. But when we when we we all that's what I did is I originally developed that app for creating that type of thing for my live your list and the personal growth world. But I thought, wow, this could easily be adapted for a an entire city. And so we created a program called the City App Program, where um, it's an app that is focused on a particular city. And this is uh, a city that I used to live in, one that I love dearly. It's Ashland, Oregon. And uh, literally, it's going to uh, connect businesses and experts in Ashland with the consumers. Um, and it's, uh, it organizes them by categories and all, all these different categories of all these different types of businesses that exist in, in Ashland and all these uh, uh, companies uh, and uh, links to their, uh, their profiles so that they can provide information and knowledge, uh, even groups. Uh, such as, you know, the Chamber of Commerces and networking groups and all that sort of thing. It's kind of the go-to all-in-one-place app for uh, a city. And, you know, and it's, it, it separates itself out from the big apps like Yelp, where Yelp is great, but it's also, you know, uh, a little bit different because we also want to actually, um, uh, we actually want to, um, uh, you know, feature experts and their knowledge and that sort of thing. So what we, we, we knew that this app is going to be huge for a city. So we've rolled out a program that allows uh, entrepreneurs who want to start a business and start, their, and start and launch their own city app in their city, the opportunity to actually make money uh, doing this um, with, uh, uh, with, their, with, their, uh, with their city. And we call it, it the city Love app it. program. So people can and, just basically sign up with you, uh, get a license, if you will, and then start yes. uh, creating this app or the, the, the relationships where uh, businesses pay a certain amount of money and that's how uh, revenue is made um, by the entrepreneur. That's, that's brilliant. So we do need to wrap it up. Um, I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, Prescription for Your Transformation, Real People, Real Conversations, Real Success, talking to Robert Evans, Live Your List of Productions with two incredible apps. And so briefly, how do people find you, Robert? Well, um, if they're interested in uh, talking to me and actually uh, getting on a call to talk about uh, a, a mobile app strategy, that all they have to do is go to uh, mobileappcall.com and they can sign up for free to jump on a call with me. 
And uh, if they want to, you know, get information about the City App program and to look at maybe starting their own City App, they go to thecityapp.biz. Um, otherwise, uh, if you go to expertapp.net, I've got a few websites, <laughs> expertapp.net. There's more information on there about that. Uh, so th those are just a few of the ways to connect with me specifically about mobile apps. Right. And it'll be also on the Facebook uh, page, uh, Prescription for Your Transformation. We'll, we'll list all those uh, uh, websites. So once again, I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, Prescription for Your Transformation, Real People, Real Conversations, Real Success. Uh, and I'll be back uh, next week. Uh, thank you, Sedona. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Sedona. Happy birthday. Thanks for listening to Dr. Rademacher's Prescription for Transformation. Join Dr. Bart Rademacher live right here on Radio Star Worldwide each week or on demand 24-7.